welcome to the Family Bicycle Podcast. We've almost forgotten how to do this. <laughs> but we're sat here. I wonder why you were telling me to turn the telly off. On the settee. And we haven't done one of these for a little while. It was, it was just before Christmas. So here's our latest update of our wild adventures with kids and bikes. What have we been doing, Mr. Jones? It's been chaos, hasn't it? We have embarked. It's like it's it's like New Year. We embark on the spring cleaning of the bike cupboard, haven't well, we? And well, that, we are now fettling our fleet. That and we're starting to get concerned about availability of things. You know, there's talk of inner tubes and chains and bottom brackets and things starting to become scarce. And well, we are starting to see that, aren't we? The, the Shimano 520, you know, bog standard SPD pedals have now started to become a bit difficult to we get We don't want of. to spark a panic buying rush. Let's no, far from it, because we haven't got we all of that, our wants yet. <laughs> we, we know we have a massive audience for this podcast. Don't all both rush out at once, both of you, to buy <laughs> a new set of pedals, because we've just said that. But no, it's it's a new year, and we are hoping that before this year's out, we might actually be able to leave the house for more than a... A daily exercise visit and we want to be ready we want to be ready to make the most of it when that time comes and every year we have the same problem last year's setup isn't right for us anymore yeah. and that's the joy of children so we are embarking on a new fettling mission to try and adjust and anticipate what we're going to need this year which bikes are going in the cupboard because they've been outgrown which ones are coming out of the cupboard to be dusted off for the next person. for the next person because they've been they're about to be required and um, we're also going to have a go at getting daddy bicycle on the triplet yeah which has been a bit of a logistical challenge largely yeah. down to his exceptionally long legs it has and i i'm not a hundred percent about the seat post that we're proposing to use. It's supposedly within all of its limits, but it looks like a flipping piece of very, very thin scaffolding, it looks doesn't like it? It's a piece of tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> but it says it's it's okay for your weight. And it, it says, says it'll it take my weight. You know, you've got more than the minimum insertion. Yeah. So what else what else could possibly go wrong? It is quite bizarre. I mean it, it doesn't feel too dissimilar to riding the Brompton in fairness, the distance between me and the bike. And I get people going nah, 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 as I go down the road on the Brompton. Um and what so are they gonna I'll, do when you've got Ruth and Rhoda on the back? Well, I don't <laughs> they'll join in. I I don't know, but it, it just it does feel a bit disconcerting having something of that weight. And I'm quite well down on my hands because we can't get the front end as high as we would like either. So the bars are low. It's quite an aggressive stance well, it's for, for you. a Brompton. It, it, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine for me. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is one of our challenges as a family because when you buy a bike like the triplet or a tandem, you don't want to have to have one for each adult, really. You well, you want, can't. You want one bike that will. You're already everyone. dealing with you're already dealing with one level of specialist bike there by having you know say the the child back tandem that's sat in pieces on the floor in front of us in the lounge at the moment, um, having its mud guards fitted so that I can put it back in the hallway before the children get up tomorrow morning. Um, but you're already buying a really specialist piece piece of kit, 
at that. There's not many of them around. You know, we we know in the case of the triplet, I think we know all but the very first owner of it. We 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 have contact with all of the other families that it's been through. They're a specialist piece of kit, but so is a bike that fits somebody of six foot eight who's long in the leg, even in proportion to that height. So to then cross those two things over, and and then try to get your average sized wife on the front, yeah, and to, <laughs> yes, and to try and do that as well, you you're asking for trouble, really. I mean, we've been so fortunate with the Ondavata that I can sit on the back of that, and it was it was incredible, wasn't it? The bloke who we bought it off was, was not far off your near height. enough exactly the same height as me. I haven't adjusted the seat since we bought it. I've never ever known that to happen, and. That has the, I mean, because that hasn't got a top tube, you're not, there's nothing supposed to be there anyway. And the bar, the height on the handlebars is really not that bad. So I have this sort of imperious position on the back of that as I sit above the children, master of all I survey, floating along in my springy, bouncy saddle. Um, but being on the front end, on the pointy end of uh, the triplet, I think is going to be a little bit more lively. Oh, it will be. The triplet shifts. Yeah, well, there is that as well. I, I, mean, I know what sort of pace I can do on the tandem. And, of course, that, that's the other thing that, that's happened since we last podcasted. And we're probably going to end up out of order now because I dare say this podcast is going to go out first. I've still got the daily podcast recordings that Ruth made during her festive 500 it's we're all out of date here i'm really sorry guys but but it requires you know, it's a bit... february and we're talking about <laughs> the last festive 500 but ruth's podcasts do require a bit of editing yes they? they need a little bit of uh, a little bit of help a bit of finesse and a bit of context i think um but ruth suddenly announced i think this probably post dates the last podcast we did actually i think we podcasted last when we broke up for Christmas and it was only on the night of the 23rd of December that Ruth announced I'm going to do the festive 500 as well daddy well don't steal her thunder because that's the story for Ruth's podcast yes but But suffice to say that the tandem has therefore done its fair share of distance the tandem needed a flipping good clean and a bit of TLC after that because it was filthy it was salty and it was crusted up with road crud so it's having an overdue birthday we wanted to be able to go for a wider set of tyres on it, so that's precipitated a new set of mud cards because we just couldn't fit anything wider. Well, of course, that was got. forced on me after the tyre sidewall delaminated 38 miles from home, trying to pick Thomas up from school on it a couple of months back. Um, but the, the, we've, and we, limp, we ended up limping it home on the roof of the car, didn't we? For, for saying that this tandem that's currently in pieces on the living room carpet was one of those purchases that we were not looking for that actually I was probably being quite naughty. It found us, this one, didn't it? This one found us. Well, yeah, I found it because I'm one of these people who keeps things saved as searches on eBay, <laughs> even after I've bought one. Is that why we've now got five tandems or yeah. triplets? in the, Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was a very, very good price and I have been thinking for a while that we're definitely sold on the benefits of tandeming with children but that because of the age gap between Ruth and Rhoda and Robert I'm not sure how many more years the the triplet will 
have. The triplet is a lovely bike, and I, I will feel very sad when it leaves us, and it will have to leave us when we're no longer using it regularly because we have no cause to have it, and it takes up so much space in the hallway. But it is a fabulous piece of kit. Every family that's had it previously has, has, has loved it and has their own tales about where they've been with it and what they did with it. And also the tale of, we were really sad when the children grew out of it, but that's just the way things go. And it has been absolutely invaluable for the things that we've used it for. It found us at the right time, particularly, because we would never have known when we bought it, or this yellow one, that we were heading into lockdown. and No. Being able to take the children out for a simple thing like a piece, like, a, you know, a trip to the butchers or, you know, would become their daily exercise and their only contact with the outside world. And it's not done for the amount of time I've spent looking after it and the amount of time we spend tripping over it in the hallway. It's done precious few miles, but the miles it's done have been really valuable because we wouldn't have done them with anything else, would we? No. You couldn't have taken the girls out for a sort of 20 mile outing at the moment or any time in the last 18 months really you can on the road with robert it wasn't it wasn't a go so the fact that it kept us going the mileage is immaterial and i tell you what it's not an advert because it's not not going anywhere yet but it's in fine fettle now you know it gets well looked after doesn't it the amount of the amount of tlc it's had to get it into nice condition for us when when i first did it up when we bought it you know it had new bottoms brackets new chains, the whole thing got seen to, and we've managed to keep it in really good nick as well. So, you know, it's not like we've lost anything on it. These these things will last uh, a very long time to come yet. But I just love this tandem with the roll-off. I'd always fancied a go with a roll-off hub. I'd never ridden a bike with one on until I bought one. And the bit that cracked me up was I heard a story recently about somebody who was selling one of these and they'd had to put on the advert, sort of, no time wasters, please. Please note, you're buying the whole bike, not just the hub. (laughs) Because these are probably, you know, you buy a a Thorn child-back tandem with a roll-off on it, second-hand, that is probably the lowest mileage roll-off for that age you're going to hope to buy. Well, yeah, because if you buy somebody's used touring bike, they've probably ridden it around the world, not just down to the shops and back to a few spent, times. Or to have spent a roll-off's worth on a hub, you know, lots of people will have given them their given them their money's worth. And to be fair, roll-offs still say, I, I believe, that you know, they've never actually had one fail irrevocably. But um, I just think, yeah, the, it's a it's a fabulous bit of kit. People are buying it because they need it to do that particular job and to do it well. But they don't get, generally speaking, the same hammering that other people's bikes will do. And so, yeah, I can I can well imagine. I mean, we you know we paid less than you would have expected to have paid for a roll off hub. So that you know that that story, whether it was apocryphal or not, I don't know, but is about right. You know, if you were looking to buy a second hand roll off hub, basically we got a child back tandem for free, and, and thereby. It's a rocket ship. And thereby have created a different crew combination, opportunities for you to go out and ride with whichever child feels like they want to go for a ride without yep. having to drag them both out yep. if one of them is really not feeling the love. But also we've now created for ourselves a bike that we invest in as the bike that when little Robert is ready to come and ride on the back, but the girls are 
wanting to find their own way with their own bikes that will be able to do that. I, I have to say, I'm not sure now whether we will use the trailer bikes again in the same way. And that I say that with a heavy heart because well, we've got so much invested in those the, the, emotionally they, as well, having taken them to John O'Groats. They don't owe us anything, those trailer oh, bikes. Oh, goodness, they've no. had a, they, had, they were bought for a purpose that they served well with a budget that we had at the time. Mm. And we bought the trailer bikes. You know, we'd not long laid out on having to replace... The bikes that were the stolen. The bikes that were stolen. We couldn't have That's afforded... That's right, we lost both our touring bikes, didn't we? We certainly couldn't have afforded two Thorn roll-off tandems. That wasn't an option. No, I mean, I guess the, the thing that commits you now is if we were to leave on a, on a lengthy tour, we are both capable of riding the tandem, but we have to change the seat post to do it, and we wouldn't both be able to ride the same solo bike. So we wouldn't be able to swap in the way that we, with the trailer bike, we could swap children over or if we only had one then we could take it in turns who towed it that that bit doesn't work but yeah i guess we're back to that problem about you having yeah much much bigger bike frame needs than me exactly and and i you know i can't i can't even stand over your solo bike no <laughs> so that's uh, and the seat and post I'm, is still on the stop for me it's, and I, <laughs> it's I'm still not, a bit too i'm not small, short then. i'm five foot ten and i can't stand over your bike mm. It's crazy, isn't it? So, you know, but this this child back with the roll off is just—it's a wonderful, wonderful machine. I absolutely love it. And at the moment, it's not going to be—you know—we might only have a, maybe another six to nine months of Thomas being able to fit on it, because well, I guess we then look at a longer seat post for him. Even you can you can play some tunes with that. But at the moment, the elder three children can all fit on the back of it. And either of us can go on the front. We just switch out a seat post. So out of five, five out of the six of us, we can have any combination any uh, on the bike except for you and me together, or the, the two children together. If you wanted to get Bob on the back, we could probably manage that as well. Well, the, with the baby seat. We, well, there's that, or, <laughs> or the it's trailer. got the it's got the trailer hitch on the uh, on the skewer for the rear wheel anyway. So we can hook the cruiser trailer on the back anytime we want with it, and I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I've fitted all of those to the bikes now because swapping the hitches around used to be a faff but we have just done a massive audit of what we need to get every single bike to fix the niggles the ones that we need this year into the condition we want them in while the bits are still available and we've had to ebay for some things haven't we as i say shimano m520 you know the basic spd pedals can't get black ones of those very easily new now well not not a reasonable price anymore but, I mean, there's all sorts of things that you find on eBay that people have tried, not liked, and barely used and stuck back on eBay. Well, I've had a few physique saddles that way. And the the, the physique saddle that I like to ride, I, I've ended up with a few of. And just like you say, you put a saved search into eBay and wait. If you know the what you're looking thing for, is it, to be patient. To do that. Yeah, but if you know what you want and you're prepared to be patient... I remember as a little lad going to the local auctions in the village hall in the next village down the road when I was a little boy with my dad. And uh, it was uh, it's funny how some things have changed in a way that you almost can't remember. It was before the smoking ban. And I used to go to this little village hall with my dad on a Saturday night and you could have cut the smoke with a knife and fork in the in the sale room. And... 
back then it was model railways that used used to infuriate me because stuff would go for far more than it was worth and I would go and have a look in the afternoon during the viewings and people would just get carried away in, in the evening and I never came home with anything for my model railway but I do remember my dad coming home with a bike for my brother for two quid that nobody else showed any interest in whatsoever and um that was the first little bike rebuild project I had anything to do with along the lines of the kind of thing that we do now relatively routinely when we buy a second-hand bike. Um, you know, it was a bit like the, the, the racing bike that I rescued out of the skip in Kettering. Um, so what's on our jobs but, list then for this week? We've got, we've got mud guards to fit so that we could get the clearance for the bigger tyres, haven't we? Yeah. We've got... Well, we've got the front one on. After What's much fitted? faffing about, I really don't like fitting mudguards. It's a proper old mudguards, racks, all of that stuff. You always underestimate the amount of faff that will be involved in getting on, the amount of time well, it takes. Yeah, I mean, you can slap it on quickly, but if you want it to actually fit properly. <laughs> when we had our touring bikes nicked, I still maintain that, you know, the insurance paid out. We had to go and order them and all of, all of that. But the one thing that stands out in my mind, the gr- the two greatest inconveniences were having to repair the hinge pin on the bike rack on the back of the car because they'd been cut to to get them off um but the biggest the biggest faff the biggest thing i hold against the people who was, stole our bikes was, was the time the i spent cu- putting those blasted mud guards and racks on afterwards the, it wasn't just that though it was all the customization that you that you do to make your bike yours to make it fit you and to make it do the things that you want it yeah. to do it's all lamp the brackets like, yeah we'd still got the lights but we had to then go and order replacement fixings yeah. for them handlebar bag mounts same yeah, yeah. The, you know the rack for the and the, the time i spent the time I spent getting those two bikes, and we bought the exact same bikes we'd had before, and we refitted all the exact same kit that we'd had before because they weren't that old at the time. We were and we were happy with what we had, so we went out and bought all exactly the same stuff again. But to get it right, yeah, I, the mud guards one I, I really don't enjoy. But the front one's on; it just needs trimming now. I think, yeah. <laughs> The back one might be a different story yet. But uh, actually, ironically, that one has gone... Now it's on, it fits better than the one that was put on when the bike was new. And the front lamp bracket is definitely better attached for having the mudguard shimming it up behind it as well, actually. So I'm not going to complain at that. But So it's had some new handlebar grips as well, hasn't it? Because... When we bought it, yeah, it, you were new it, to us. <laughs> second hand, but when we bought it, it had a, it had what's probably its original grips on, which is yeah, which I mean, probably have, in fairness to those grips, you wouldn't normally expect as the I contact look round, patches to go that long without. As I look round this bike, and it must be ten years old, I reckon, wouldn't you think? Yeah, at least 10. at least ten. Um, I think it's on its original bottom bracket cartridges. I think it's it was on its original tyres. It was definitely on the tyres that it was supplied with when it was new. And they're, they're slightly obscure panorators. I don't think somebody would have gone to the trouble of replacing like for like. So I think it was on its original tyres, the sidewalls of which delaminated, but there was still plenty of tread left on them. So this kind of builds the picture of how many miles the thing's actually done. 
But I don't know what had been done with the, the handlebar bar grips. The bar grips were just, they were just a, sick and wrong. <laughs> disgusting. They were. <laughs> I took it for its first test ride. I was the first one of us to ride it because yeah. uh, we didn't have a seat post long enough for you to ride it. That's so right. I took it out and the first thing I wanted to do was go and wash my hands when I got off. Cause That's the, right. You took it out with Thomas and you came back and said, <laughs> Got to get something on those handlebar grips because my hands came back black. I don't know what... I don't know whether somebody had ridden it to their job as a car mechanic and ridden it home oh, without it was, washing their hands. It was filthy, it was, wasn't it? It was that relativity soft compound rubber that feels very sticky grippy. to touch. Yeah. Very tacky anyway. So I'm pleased to report that those grips yeah. are no more and probably should be burnt. The second-hand set of Ergoni <laughs> GP1s that turned up from eBay were a lot more worn than I was expecting and they, the water was a bit brown, to be honest, when I cleaned them as well. But they've cleaned up okay. Um, so they're, they're sorted. The, I still think it needs shortening a bit more next to the roll-off twist, uh, twist shifter because the, the brakes are quite offset from the handlebar grips. But those sorts of things we can play with. We've got our choice of bar bag mount on it now. The rear rack is, again, it's a, the, the mounts for the rear rack are a funny shape because they have to be because the rear triangle of the bike is tiny for a 26-inch wheel in order to accommodate a seat tube short enough for the little people to get on the back. So that's as it is. Um, we, I guess the only well, thing left... We've tried not to replace things that don't actually need replacing either. Oh, we, quite, we've yeah. We've tried not to be, you know, just... You know, it's, it's function, not not appearance, but the handlebar grips, I'm sorry. You know, there was not... Contact technically, points there was matter. Nothing, there was nothing wrong with them, but there was all sorts not right with them either. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if you want to know a little bit more about the sort of things we do to tart up a bike when we first buy it, we have got a YouTube video about that, so I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Do you see how I just dropped oh, that one that in was, there? That was smooth. See, I, I might not have podcasted for a month, but I've remembered to put a link in the show notes if I, if, to a yeah, YouTube video that a, we've made. a sponsor, but we don't, so no, we're so, not plugging any of this stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although if anybody does want to get on board with that, we wouldn't kick that out of bed for farting at the moment, would we? I'll leave the farting to you. <laughs> I think Rhoda's probably... Uh, we'll, we'll send her in to do the, nego- the negotiations if it involves farting. Um, it, uh, bottle cages have got to be done, though. I did lose a bottle off it during the Festive 500. They're a bit, they're a bit funny. They're the ones that are, that are sort of two springy bits either side and a gap up the middle, and they go... When you twang them, I mean, I, yeah. They're not changing a bottle cage because it twangs wrong. But if you're losing, <laughs> if you're losing your bottles while you're riding, that's probably. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't best good, chuffed with that. Not a good but I mean, it, it goes like stink. I wasn't sure if it would have sufficient spread of gears, particularly for a tandem, in terms of the extra weight and, it, and the fact that it can go fast. And it, I, I do spin out sometimes in top gear just a little bit. But we're pushing forty mile an hour at the time, so I'm not really going to. How fast were you aiming for? <laughs> I'm not really going to worry too much about that. But the the roll-off has been brilliant. I'm just a little bit scared about doing my first oil change, to be fair. But I've watched the video. I've got a new drain plug for it. I've got the syringes and the oil pack. Um, I think I've just got to, got to live a little on that one. But there's nothing particularly scary. The other thing is, I think, you know, I imagine before we had one of these things that a tandem was a completely different breed of bike and it's not it's just got multiples of some things and 
you know, this one, it's two single-speed drives as well, so there's a lot less to faff around with, actually. Well, that's good, because we're not terribly keen on the cleaning your bike front. We, on the we, faffage we, and the cleanage. We, we clean our bikes for function and to prevent them rusting, not because we are you know, yeah. polishing them and taking their pictures. No, we haven't, got, we haven't got time for that. And that's kind of why we haven't podcasted for the last month, because we have been flat out, haven't we? Yay, homeschooling. Oh, well, it isn't homeschool. I, I, I Shout think... out to everybody else who is like us, suddenly trying to do all the things they normally do in the day when the children are at school, but with the children at home and the added pressure of trying to get them to log into their online learning at the right time with the right equipment around everything else that you're and doing. And this, lo- this lockdown has been really different to the previous two, especially the first one. The first one, we had quiet roads. And nobody was placing any great expectations on us. I'd lost my job part way through it, and it it wasn't too, you know, concerned about that. Um, you know, things have been tighter for us as they have been for a lot of families where people's employment has been curtailed, whether that's short hours or or, or whatever. Um, you know, some people have done well out of the furlough scheme and the self employment scheme. Some people have done not at all out of it. Um, so there's all those sorts of pressures going on for people, but also some of the ridiculous stuff coming out of the Department for Education this time round. You know, being told that you're going to pick up an adverse attendance record for your child if they miss one of their Zoom calls um, is just—it's ridiculous. And to be quite fair, you know, the girls are in bed, so they're not going to—they're not going to hear this. But some of the stuff they're being asked to do is just bonkers. And some of the, you know, Rhoda absolutely must be on her call in the afternoon. And then it turns out that all it is is they're being read a story for 10 minutes. Or they're told, this afternoon they were told, watch an episode of Tinga Tinga on CBeebies and draw a picture of one of the animals. Well, if we're in that realm, I'd sooner just take them for a bike ride or let them draw something of their choosing when they want rather than you know the the it's the zoom schedule that's really the zoom schedule's really killing got me, me this time the zoom schedule's killing me because the zoom schedule does not talk to my schedule no <laughs> so <laughs> the You're number not of times where to... i have to suddenly drop my video call off video onto mute to yell ruth your lesson started five minutes ago and you're not yeah. there um yeah, I'll be happy when we don't have to do that again because it's just so stressful. It's bad enough trying to keep your own Zoom schedule straight. Yeah, the expectations on everybody are different this time round, and it is really and it's dark and it's cold. Yeah, and yeah. It, it last time lockdown one, we were heading into summer, and a nice one at and that, a, and we had lovely weather. Mm. And I have to confess that this time of year doesn't suit me terribly well. I find it very, very depressing that it's dark largely when I wake up in the morning. It's dark by the time I've finished work. That's not the most encouraging set of circumstances to go and jump on the bike when it's sub-zero outside or it's yeah. chucking it down with rain. It, that's not encouraging for getting out. And, and it's certainly not encouraging when you get back. If you've managed to get yourself out the door with your bike, it doesn't make you want to clean it afterwards. So... No, that, and that was how we ended up with a tandem covered in salt sat in the hallway for best part of four weeks. she came in at 10 o'clock at night... Oh, on the last night, yeah. On the last night, when the roads had been heavily gritted because it was... We kept passing the guy in the grit lorry. 
Think, Spoiler oh, alert. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he brought back half his half his grit lorry and deposited it all over the bike and all over the whole floor. It was funny. The guy in the grit lorry must have must have wondered what on earth was going on because he kept encountering this same bloke on a bicycle with a little girl waving feverishly off the back at him. It's the man on the grit lorry again. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't really want to meet him, but but um, yeah. So by the end of this exercise, we should have. Well, this one I need to get the, the jobs finished tonight, if I can. At least get it back in a fit state to go back in the hallway and finish the work in so there So this tomorrow. one's going to finish off having its mudcard overhaul. It's having, it's had its new handlebar grips. It's going to have its oil service. Well, I'm going to do the chains first. I've and had the crank meat. sets off and cleaned all of them. People who've uh, been uh, following us on Twitter today will have seen the crank sets coming off for a clean. So I've got yeah, new I've not chains to go kitchen, on. Yeah, I've not looked in the kitchen, love, so I'm hoping that... Um, it's fine. No, All no, signs I... of the fact that you've probably used my best china to soak your crank sets in will have, no, will I have used, disappeared. I used your big Pyrex jug. And <laughs> I've even put it in the dishwasher. How's that? Um, uh, so new chains going on. Couldn't get the good value chains that I would normally have. Again, they seem to be... Chains seem to be getting scarce. Certainly the, so the, you should the best clean your bikes, stuff. folks, and keep them well. So, ordered. yeah, well, as, as it happens, it's meant that I've ended up buying more expensive chains that are supposedly much more corrosion resistant. <laughs> but I figured if I was going to do that, and given that we've spent nearly 60 quid on chains, um, it, it, it seemed right that I should give the crank sets and chain sets a good clean. So I'm going to get all that back together. The very last thing, the cherry on the cake, is going to be doing the roll-off oil change. Um, Which you're not doing on the living room floor. No, I'm not sure quite where I'm going to do it yet. Um, I've got a few suggestions. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, you've got to warm the oil up before you do it, and you've got to keep it warm. It's too cold outside. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it, folks. Um... And then the triplet, well, you want me to sort out the derailleur on the rear derailleur on that, don't you? Yeah, it's it's fine when you when you're tinkering with it in the house and it's got no load on it. It's up on it, the stand. And it, it's up on the stand. It shifts sweet as not. As soon as you're riding it and you've got weight on the bike, I don't know whether it's so what Rhoda's doing on the back. You jammed it, didn't <laughs> but you? But it got completely jammed once, and I had to get all the children unclipped and off so that I could free it off. Um. But it also it's just it's skipping when you right. when you shift. So that 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 if you start riding, it will become a higher priority. I feel. I feel sure. <laughs> that's that's why you want me to ride it, so it becomes my problem. To <laughs> so that it becomes a shared okay. shared problem, darling. Okay. Because at the minute, we've had it up on the stand repeatedly, and every time it's been uh, could not replicate fault. Yes. <laughs> unable to <laughs> unable to replicate fault on depot. Yes. <laughs> No fault found. Yeah. <laughs> but so, there's very definitely a fault. So, so there's that to do. But, but I'm I mean, going to take the triplet out tomorrow, I think. And yeah, give I that think a, a bit more adjustment on that. It's a very long cable run on that. I've now got the 500mm seat post, the two completely different shims, and the bracketry for the stem all here. So that can all go on it tomorrow. So I think I can have my first ride on the triplet tomorrow with the girls. And if I need to take Bob, I can put the trailer on that as well. Um, it might be better to just time, time your ride for Bob's sleep. Bob's sleep and take the girls and to then the butchers. If, then you can, we need some then food. you can do a, a few little loops before you go out and just make sure everything is 
yeah. is all right rather than commit with the trailer to. And then both of them are gaining <laughs> various new second-hand pedals that we're waiting for eBay lots to arrive, aren't we? Yes, Rhoda is up great. She's very excited. Rhoda has grown her feet big enough to have the smallest pair of clip shoes we could find. <laughs> so um, to get her going with that, they are going to give her a pair of worn SPD pedals on the back yeah. so that the springs aren't quite so uh, fierce for her. And start practising and start practicing clipping, clipping in. in and, and clipping out. Yes, absolutely. And then the Ondavata gets to have its back tyre done because that has not turned a wheel Literally not turned a wheel. Since she slashed the tyre on, Since... the, on the half pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking my cargo bike through the half pipe. By As which, you do. By which I mean I was going through perpendicular to the ramps, I should make clear. I wasn't actually trying to do a Tony Hawk kind of, you know, um, performance on the, uh, on the half pipe. It's just the shortest way back from Rhoda's school. And... I missed some clear glass that had been smashed next to it and totally slashed a brand new Schwalbe Marathon Plus. I've never managed to get so much to puncture with those tyres in the last decade. And I slashed it so badly that a brand new tyre was completely trashed straight through the the extra blue guard layer. Um, But because we were only a week off the end of term, I sort of left it and then the schools got closed. So I haven't actually got round to doing it, but it's a bit of a faff with the Da Vinci hub. So, but that I've got all the bits for that now as well. Woods, woods valve, inner tube, slime, the lot. I'm throwing the kitchen sink at that one. Not going because again. Because it's such an absolute swine. It to was so, I, to get I was so off. frustrated as well because the tyre got shredded, but the tube so nearly held. I couldn't believe it. It held about 40 PSI with the slime holding it. And then it let go again. But it had a good old try, so I'm at least confident that for anything less than a for, massive piece for an of glass... ordinary puncture. I, I think we'd have been fine. So that all goes back as it, as it was. But at that, our three family bikes are all back in traffic and in theory can be used by either of us. We've got the seat that we can move around to put on the elephant bike for doing utility trips into town with Bob on the back. Thomas borrowed his sister's wheels the other day to go out in the snow. But his is all back together, so his is sorted. His turbo bike at school is yeah, all in one piece. Yeah, he's just had to have his seat post up, though, haven't he? Yeah, I think that's going to be the next thing. We mark thing. the growth of our children, not with notches on the doors, but by how much their seat posts Plotting have to go up by. their seat post-raising moment, yeah. Thomas is going to need another frame set before the year's out, isn't he, at this rate? Yes, yeah, and he built that bike during the... He built that bike in, what, June? It's been a, it was our most popular YouTube video of last year, actually. I'll put, that, I'll put that in the show notes, too. But, yeah, he's had an absolutely massive growth spurt. I don't know what we're feeding him. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, yeah, lockdown has not uh, diminished of to come, his appetite. But to come full circle at that, by the end of this year, Ruth will probably be on the frame that Thomas built up last June. So Thomas starts the year on the frame set that Ruth will probably end it on. He will probably grow out of the back of the tandem during the course of this year. Meantime, Bob may well, at this rate, be starting to get a bit on the big side for the seat. And, you know, by the end of this year, in terms of where it takes us, and then he'll be on that cute little seat between your knees on the underwater. 
which I I don't I think that's peak Dutch. If we get him on that, I think you can't you can't get much more Dutch than that. Short of having the kids sat on you know side saddle on the uh, on the rear rack. I mean, I'm old fashioned, so I'd quite like to keep Bob strapped in for as long as we can, <laughs> because he has a mind of his own, does our Robert? Yeah. And he's very keen on chasing the squirrels in the park, so I don't rate your chances of keeping him on he the He might just decide he wants to jump off <laughs> at some point. Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, you know, Ruth will be moving up a, up a frame size this year. That's for certain, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And Rhoda won't be all that far behind. I think Rhoda's milestone is likely to be shoes this year, isn't it? Rhoda's milestone will be that she can get herself into the... Into the much coveted clip shoes. Yeah, and maybe seven hundred C wheels by the end of the year for road. Maybe yeah, a stretch. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not quite as early as Ruth did. She didn't. She's not as leggy she, as Ruth is she? No, their proportions are different. Ruth, Ruth's uh, chip off your block. Mm. I, I'm not sure. I'm hoping that Ruth won't need to be looking for a bike that will accommodate six foot eight leg length. But in the middle of that terrifying. moving feast, the bike that's sat in front of us now, the the the, the roll off child-back tandem is probably one of the ones that's going to endure now, isn't it? Because I can see the little fella being on it in five years' time. Yeah. And to that end... If he stays on it as long as his brother, then we've probably got another eight, nine years with that one. Yeah. And who knows where we might be able to get to in in that time. I think we're still... I think one of the things that I would have liked to have been doing at the start of this year is adventure planning and it still feels premature at the moment to me i think it still feels like it's it, it's almost depressing doing it i don't and think not knowing whether you're going to be able to carry anything well, out i think the risk is that we would we would find that we'd got very excited children and i haven't forgotten the disappointment that they had last easter when our easter holiday was cancelled yeah. and they're still talking about that and how disappointed that, they were so true. it's been a tough year i don't want to give them something that I then have to take away. Yeah. So I think I'd sooner keep things on the low key side. If we if things come off quicker than we think and we can have a sneaky weekend somewhere remote and out of the way, then we can plan that on the hoop pretty that, quickly. We can can't do we? that on the fly. I'm missing having bigger. that big. I'm missing having that big thing on the horizon. Yeah, we spent a, a year or so with Lands and John O'Groats doodled on the breakfast room wall, and we just talked about it in the abstract. Yeah, that's you know we're gonna do it. We we named named a named a date, and it just sat there on the horizon as well. That will happen, and at the moment you can't put anything on the horizon in that regard with any sense of surety at all, can you? No. And um, I'm not sure that I want to be devoting too much time at the moment to even thinking about what will come at that stage because it still feels that bit far off it feels a bit inaccessible at the moment bit still to do before we're in the clear of this yeah too right but there we go anyway we've uh we've we've filled 39 minutes there oh, dear, saying, we'll have to edit that. i was saying i didn't even know i was doing a podcast until after it had started that's uh well it's about time i got my own back on you for that. that's not 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 bad going so so let us know what you're uh working on bike maintenance wise are you like us having a spring clean of the bike garage are you fettling an old friend are there parts that you can't lay your hands on or are you one of the people in the queue for a new bike that might now have a significant weight there's uh 
yeah, it's still a it's still a very different and changing set of circumstances for everybody, isn't it? At the moment, no, you know, life in general. Never mind how it affects our. Are you finding that that uh, learning a new bike maintenance skill it requires sixteen times longer than you thought it would, and the trashing of your living room floor? Is anybody else being allowed to do what my husband is doing on the living room carpet? <laughs> Evidence would be greatly appreciated. Please do write in. Tell me all of the suitable places in your home for bike maintenance that would be an alternative to the middle of the living room floor. Is anyone else mighty frustrated that a 36-tooth chainring doesn't quite fit in a large Pyrex jug? <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, I'd better start getting this rear mudguard in and uh, get the bike out of the living room before the children get up tomorrow morning. Before... I lose patience with having a bike in the living room again. Right. It's been mm. nice talking to you, folks. If you well, don't hear from him again, he didn't get the bike out of the living room before morning. <laughs> and you'll find him under the patio. <laughs> I'll leave you to do that podcast. <laughs> Might be a bit of a smoking gun, but there we go. Anyway, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your feedback. And uh, we'll catch up with you again on the Family Bicycle Podcast sometime soon. Take care. Good night. Cheers. <laughs>